April 22nd, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. We start the build towards Money in the Bank. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Giri. Matt, you're a happy man tonight. He is now Robert Rude. I feel glorious. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they announced you know, it's the, about damn time, right? <laughs> they did it. I didn't think they would. Yeah, full uh, full heel mode. Robert Rude, not Bobby Rude anymore. They announced it on WWE.com and social media before Raw went on the air. Actually, I thought commentary didn't do as good of a job as putting it, of putting it over as they did uh, with everything that they released before the show. They didn't, but huge pop for Corey Graves. Corey Graves had me dying. <laughs> like, I could not control myself. That, yeah. That was hilarious. Same here. I thought he was just on fire. <laughs> 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 no, nah, he sold him. it, man. What was um, that line the whole, about? Uh, there's uh, the pregnancy rate in the Midwest just went up because the rate just spiked. <laughs> just spiked. That's what I was. The pregnancy rate just spiked. <laughs> Cole's that reaction was. was great, and then the back and forth. And then, oh, girl, it was awesome. But um, they, I thought they did an okay job of explaining. You know, Robert Root, he's rich, he's he's got his yacht, he's got all these other things. That's that's essentially what it is, right? He's super rich and he's better than everybody else. And uh they'll get more of that. And that mustache is heat. Yeah. <laughs> Some <Such> mustache. <laughs> Seriously. Uh yeah, I was saying he looked kind of like uh Silas Young, like a cross between Silas Young and <clears throat> and I don't know, Joey Ryan kinda. Um, Bobby did it first. He's had that thing for many years ago. Um, we'll get into his match. I'll explain some of the idiosyncrasies in his match that he did. I want to see if you guys picked up on. All right. Uh, one thing of note tonight, perhaps we should open with this. Dean Ambrose not on Raw tonight after the Shield's final chapter last night on the network. Raj, is Dean Ambrose done with the WWE? I believe so. I mean, he was originally advertised for tonight and this weekend's live events but it looks like they took him off of this weekend and tonight so making yesterday his last show for now so yeah that was it for it for ambrose for now what do you mean wow. for now is he out of dates is his his contract's up so when he made it, it sound uh, it, it expires at this month uh, oh. april 30th whatever okay. um he did an interview uh with WWE afterwards, and he said, here, let me pull up the quote real quick. He said, uh, eight years ago, I walked into this casino, and I'm cashing in my chips, and I'm walking away from the table. I won the game. What I do with the rest of my life from here on out is my business. I answer to no one. This time, the million-dollar man didn't get what he wanted because I can't be bought. So if you excuse us, uh, it's time for us to go uh, show what the Shield uh, should be remembered for, and that's kicking serious ass. That was before their match last night. So... Yeah, I mean, it almost sounds like he's just retiring or taking <clears throat> taking some time off now. Huh. Which, Him wrestling anywhere wouldn't more, make sense, honestly. It would serve him better. Well, it's just, it's just, take, it'd be serving him better to take time off, rest his body. He'll get the love for wrestling again somewhere. He'll get the bug again. And he'll come back for a hell of a lot more money. If he goes somewhere else, he's going he's gonna to continue to get run down. He's not going to get that break that he needs mentally. He's going to be burnt out. He, and WWE kind of gave him this farewell that they usually don't give other talents, no. right? Yeah. Like he had like 40, 40 goodbyes. And, uh, <laughs> he you know, has out to have signed every... Yeah, he did. 
he has to sign something he's not wrestling anywhere because think about it kurt angle who's staying with the company had his final match losing to baron corbin and getting squashed by lars sullivan the next night you know dean that's leaving gets to go out with a win well he did go out with a win. well Well, i mean the shield shield. yeah i mean ambrose didn't get the pin Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you. I don't, I've never heard of someone signing something that says that they won't sign with someone else. Um, I mean, he could do like a legends deal or something like that, where they kind of keep him uh, associated with the company. But um, what do you mean? What do you mean about not signing? What do you mean? Well, it just seems weird that if they thought he's leaving, okay, I'm not saying he has them fooled, but I'm saying that he really has the WWE believing he's retiring, Mm -hmm. at least for the time being, because if they thought there was a chance in hell he was going to show up at Ring of Honor, New Japan, AEW, or even TNA, Mm -hmm. they would not be letting him grab the mic to make a farewell speech, having him look great, do a Mm -hmm. big last match, and having him go out, like, with uh, that's what I'm saying, Kurt Angle, by comparison, who's still with the WWE, his last match uh, beat by Baron Corbin. This is very unlikely. Who else has been given a send-off like this? There's well, a difference. Means... He's going to come back, and they know he's going to come back. Mm. That's why they're playing this game with him. What do you mean? Kurt's older. He's retired. They're gonna, Kurt, we're going to hear from Kurt again. Yeah. Well. I know. I would like to see Dean come back, but I'm wondering if there's already something in the works, <laughs> in the plans. It just seems odd that they're sending him off. Like I agree. Really... This... As far as departures go, I've never seen them give someone a, a, a departure like this outside of maybe, I mean, maybe Trish Stratus, you know, kind of had something, but that was when they had no competition. I don't think anybody so, cares. I mean, is it really big of a deal? Do we really, I don't know. I guess I don't care if he leaves or not. Yeah, I think he would be, AEW is signing a ton of people right now, but not really, uh, not since Jericho have been really stars. big. Right, exactly. Since Omega, nothing really big. This would be obviously a, really a quick. Huge probably late to the party on this, but the um, these the, the the two the tag team they just signed. Right. What is their name? What is their name? One second. Two African American kids. Super freaking awesome. I can't remember their name though. They have signed the private party. Yes. House Holy glory. crap. Have you guys watched that? You guys have got to see their work. Yeah, I haven't no, seen no. them. So Insanity. Them versus the Young Bucks. I swear to you, I'd pay money to watch. That's how good they are. Dude. You guys have got to see these guys, but go ahead. No. Check that out. No. And they also signed uh, Blue Pants from she, who, yeah. who was in NXT you. for a little bit. Thank you. They're, she is so, that is such a sweet girl and loves wrestling. Eats, sleeps, and drinks. Oh, yeah. Loves wrestling. No, good for her. She definitely deserves uh, <clears throat> have some security and stability right now. Uh, anyhow, no, Dean Ambrose, huge name, huge push name. It would be a huge get if he showed up at AEW. I don't know. I'm sure we will know more about the behind the scenes story in the coming weeks as details leak out. Let's say he goes there. Let's say he goes there. Okay. He, ain't, he ain't drawing. No, it wouldn't draw. Okay? Dean? I, you don't think I, so? I, my, my, for my two cents, not that crowd. No. Well, but I think they're trying to expand from that crowd. Matt, it's not to your point. Well, yes. how'd you describe it once? The guys that uh, would pleasure themselves when Daniel Bryan was uh, defecating in the ring and just wanted to get a whiff of it. That's not yes. the, that's the crowd AEW has. Mm-hmm. To expand beyond that, they need they someone like Dean Ambrose. I agree. They should be. I don't think that they will be. Yeah. We yeah. I see. mean, I mean, look. I mean, if if they get Ambrose, I mean, right now they got you know, and and I'm a huge Dustin Rhodes fan, but they got Dustin Rhodes in a in a key match, you know, against Cody, mm-hmm. double or nothing. But so I'm sure they'd find a big spot for for Ambrose. If you think he'd be working on top on that company for more than a few shows, you're crazy. 
Not because yeah. he can't, because it doesn't fit what they're, they're, they're trying to do. Right now, it tells a good story with his brother, Cody. Yeah, I mean, I could see Am Ambrose versus, like, Kenny Omega being a hot feud, you know. It could be. Yeah. Now, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I can't agree with you. Would you, pay him? Would you pay him? I think, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Would you pay him Chris Jericho money? Would you pay him that kind of money, Dean Ambrose? If no, you're AEW. Not Chris Jericho money. But he'd probably be, he would probably be up there in the top five. Mm. Okay. Those I think you get fan. a lot of people. Dean Ambrose and I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what were you saying, Rush? He agrees with uh, you. You got your you're happy. He he said he agrees with you. Now let's just say that a few <laughs> more times. We don't hear that enough on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, but no. Them, WWE giving him such a big send off just makes it seem like they must have some. They must feel fairly confident that Ambrose isn't going to be signing mm -hmm. anywhere else. He's taking time off and only wants to come back, <clears throat> back with them. And don't forget, his wife still works there. Okay, he needs to take that into consideration. He's not going to screw the pooch. He's not going to mess this up for his wife and her security and her job either by going elsewhere. No one's even saying that. I mean, AJ was still with the company a long time after Punk. <clears throat> yeah, and how did that work out? That's true. We'll see. Well, she got out as soon as she could. She was still under contract, but well, yeah, same with her Cody contract, Rhodes and his wife Brandy, same thing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't last. Well, this is what makes it exciting, and. Uh, Man, I wish we had on-screen drama tonight that matched this level of speculation behind the scenes. Tonight on Monday Night Raw, we set up who Seth Rollins' challenger was going to be for Money in the Bank. Great wrestling action tonight, but I don't know about you guys. I didn't really feel the suspense or storyline for the majority of this show. As a whole, the whole show? Uh, I mean, for the first, I would say probably for two-thirds of it, I thought... Robert Roode, that's a great turn. I thought the Bray Wyatt stuff was really, really good. I really like the Bray Wyatt stuff. Actually. Bray Wyatt stuff was great. I thought uh, the Becky Lacey interaction was good. Yeah. Um, aside from that, eh, I don't know. I mean, the Revival and the Usos backstage exchange. Oh, that, I love that, actually. Yeah. I love the Usos and Revival backstage promo. And I also loved the Viking Raiders. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> I like that uh, experience. I mean, yeah. I think if you added all that up, you're, you're about like 30, 45 minutes of stuff that I thought was actually good on the show. And the rest was, it was just matches, which is, which is fine. I mean, it's a wrestling show, but as far as storyline and twists and excitement, uh, I didn't feel any of that. And that was a really, show. really rough main event to get through. And I'm big, AJ's biggest mark on the planet. And, and, and I was hard for me to watch. It just wasn't, Baron has gotten so damn good. It just, an injured AJ having to sell really sucks to watch when his leg is out, right? And he has to sell mm -hmm. the leg and can't do as much of his stuff. And that should make us drawn more into the match. It should be. It should give us more anticipation of his comeback and can he do it? Can he win? But it was just too much selling for me. I didn't like it. Um, and it yeah, was, I was slow. Just kind of just waiting for that match to end, and that rarely happens yeah. with an AJ match for me. Yeah. I, I liked the fact that they, if we stayed along, we got to see the end. When they finished early, I was like, cool, we're going to get a face-to-face -face with Seth, hopefully. And that was cool, at least. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think uh, from the outset, though, it was pretty clear that the only credible competition to headline a pay-per-view or even be in the headline picture for a pay-per-view was AJ Styles. Maybe <laughs> Drew McIntyre, but that would be kind of a stretch. What about Joe? And uh, Joe, Ray would, but I don't think uh, – I don't know that Ray now would necessarily. Joe, um, I don't think they've booked Joe to be – Main event, the main event guy. <clears throat> yeah. On SmackDown, yeah, but not on well, Raw. Well, 
Well, Corbin is scheduled to headline this summer's uh, live events with AJ. Um, or I'm sorry, with Seth uh, on live events. Okay. So he is actually going to be in the main event picture. Uh, that's kind of why I actually thought they were going to go with Corbin. There was advertising out for uh, Extreme know. Rules for AJ versus Corbin. So uh, I think they're still going to get to that. I mean, obviously that advertising can change on a dime, but right now it's extreme rules. It's AJ versus Corbin and Roman versus Drew McIntyre. Well, either way, dude, he's it sucks to say this because he's improving and I'm certain things he's doing in the ring, uh, Corbin. I'm like, damn, he's improving. His punch right now is perfect. He throws the Triple H punch that hits you like right here, Rick Ric Flair too, and doesn't touch your lip. It's perfect. I was hitting it on pause in slow motion tonight to try to see if I can catch it. <laughs> he's so he's improved so much. To throw that well, punch, you guys, takes years. Years. Yeah. None of us do it. We always end up throwing an open hand punch that hits the guy here or here, right? And we smack our arm or some shit like that, right? Not Corbin, man. He's got a he's really good. I just don't know what I'm missing. And I don't want to watch him wrestle for it. His deep six is badass. Everything he does is awesome in there. I don't get why I'm still disconnected from him. To, to your point, yeah. Matt, uh, real, quick, I, uh, real quick, I want to make a quick correction about Extreme Rules. It's Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton that's advertised for Extreme Rules. It was Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. It's, it was changed after the Superstar Shakeup. So it's Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton, AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre, and then Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins. Okay, well, now that's a great difference, by the way, Glenn. AJ versus Drew. <laughs> AJ versus Drew, yeah. Yeah, and I would say that, uh, Matt, to your point, I think that's why Baron Corbin is my prime pick to win money in the bank this year and do it the right way this time, not punk him out like they did the last time. Mm -hmm. I, I can you see know? it. I agree. I can see this. Yeah, and they he needs something like that. They're yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, that would be a really good I, mean, I, I made this point on Twitter. As, as long as Baron Corbin is wearing the Applebee's outfit, it's hard to take him seriously as a main eventer. I know. You know? It is. And he just, tonight, he he just like, doesn't look like it. But did you see underneath when like AJ had him in the Styles Clash and it was like skinny yeah. fat came out? I was like, Dah! I was hoping you were shredded underneath, baby. <laughs> like, trick us all, and you, you know. I think he looks more like right. a member of an acapella group on a mid-scale cruise liner, you know. Yes, or valet. Dude, he's worked on his in-ring work so much. I got to give him his props. That's not easy. How good he's gotten, how quickly he is. I just do just take care of your body. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, and his promo too. He's gotten really good at him. Yes. Like, uh, but no, yeah, absolutely. I don't want him jacked. I don't need that. I'm just saying, just look like an athlete. You're a former NFL player. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the guys in the past, one man gang, and all you know, all the other dudes that didn't have like muscular bodies, but That's they okay. they had gear that you know. Yes, yes, they had gear exactly gear to accentuate your strengths, either weak. Yes, right. Okay, so we're going to take a moment. We're going to get back to Raw. Uh, but first, I want to take a moment and thank the sponsor of this episode, Blue Chew, bluechew.com. Guys, could your main event use a little bit of a punch up? Is it okay? Is it dragging like Raw often does? You need to get in there, get things done, tell a story in and out. But the story, that's what's important. And uh, with Blue Chew, it can take you back to the days when you were always ready to go. Back to the Attitude Era, back when you had ruthless aggression. Not like whatever the hell era we're in now where Raw, let's face it, can be quite limp week in and week out. Uh, now you can increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know this is the stuff that works. Take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you could be ready whenever that opportunity arises. You've seen me chew it on the air before, folks. It works, and it works 
fast. Uh, you've heard me talk about it. Wow was the feedback I received. Raj uh, and his partner agreed. Matt Morgan, his wife, I believe, described it as Superman wearing two capes. Blue Chew will give you that something extra where it counts. And this, is this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, most guys talk a good game, but if you're one and done, Blue Chew can keep it going round two, three, four, and beyond. Uh, really is long as you can stay awake, folks. Blue Chew's prescribed online, ships straight to your door in a discreet package, no in-person's doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. We have a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code, W-I-N-C. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code W-I-N-C to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the wrestling inc podcast try so, the blue chew experience oh you won't, uh, you won't be unsatisfied you'll feel like a viking <laughs> or perhaps a war raider as it were uh tonight we started flashbacks to 2015 seth rollins and triple h in the ring talking about who says the opponent's going to be a money in the bank and guys it was your favorite style of promo <clears throat> One guy's music hits, he came out, he started talking. Another guy's music hits, he came out, he started talking. And next thing you know, six guys in the ring setting up two triple threat matches for later in the evening. We had AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Rey Mysterio. And then we had uh, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, and Baron Corbin. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about this, Matt, as a kickoff, now that we're only a couple weeks out from Money in the Bank? They had to move quick, right? Because they are just a couple excuse me, weeks out for money in the bank. So they had to move quick. Um, I dug it. I thought it was all right. Yeah. Uh, and Rush. I thought that was the best match on the show. I thought the opening segment sucked. I hate when, you know, they, they yeah. do that all the time. So formulaic. <laughs> That's like the only way they, they know how. And then also they spent 15 minutes building to those two matches that they announced an hour earlier online. And they even showed a graphic for one of those matches before the segment started. So uh, it's like building to something after it's already been announced. It just drives me nuts. But anyway, it's almost it just, as if it's I, all predetermined, Raj. Yeah, but why let your audience, you know, I rub it in their face. <laughs> what anyway. do you guys think about this? We just had the superstar shakeup and this first match, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. These are all guys who just moved over from SmackDown. Like we've That's seen this match. A good point. That's actually a good point. Yeah, mix it up a yeah, little bit. Really... I, I would have liked to have seen heels and yeah, you're right. Uh, good match yeah. though, right? Yeah. Solid. Mm -hmm. uh, AJ won with uh, a pinned Samoa Joe. Uh, Samoa Joe making his first Raw appearance tonight, so he was really, really sick last week. But uh, Samoa Joe and the U.S. title are now part of Monday Night Raw. Which and I he's beaten in his first match. He's yeah. beaten in his first match. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what are you going to do? I don't know. That's punishment. As champion. Sick. I don't know. Well, tell me Maybe. if this makes more sense, okay? The Iconics are defending the women's tag team titles across brands mm -hmm. so what do we do we put them on raw and let's put them in a singles match against naomi <laughs> yeah, just to get yeah you know i mean we were talking last week about sasha banks and or you know a couple times and i was like man you know it's unfortunately she really wanted to make the women's tag titles you know mean something and look yeah. at what they're doing with it right now the iconics yeah. have lost Pretty much every time they've been on TV, there was that one week they did have enhancement talent that they faced, but that was it. So other than that, they've just been beat every time out. And again, it's not their fault. They do what they're written to no. do. It's, it's on the writing. Um, right, it's the booking, how they treat their titles. But it's not like Sasha Banks was going to like start shooting on people and like shoot pinning people or something like that. If she was beat to lose, she'd lose too. So 
Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's a shame what ended up happening with her, and um, still in the process of probably happening. Yeah. <sighs> I yeah, think it, and, and my point is just being she. I think she saw the direction that they were taking the women's tag titles, oh, yeah. and you know, just wasn't happy with. It. I mean, you see where it's going. It's becoming a nothing title. It already is kind of a nothing title. And, it could, have uh, it could be so much more too. Even though they were they they won it pretty quickly, you know, you know, it, yeah. it's just the, the tag titles were just presented right. They just started off on Sasha and Bailey, and it's a little bit early for someone else to have taken it off them. But if it was, and this is what you're gonna do. Then you put it out there as ta-da, center stage, on a friggin' silver platter, top-notch, top-shelf, spotlit, whatever you want to call it. Not this garbage. Yeah. Don't do anything. It hurts these two. It's actually going to hurt these two girls is what it's going to do. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. And Naomi. Yeah, uh, there was a time there like the Intercontinental title was like a step down. Where I remember when Wade Barrett won the Intercontinental title and he was just beat every time he was out as the champion. Yeah. And, uh, and, they, and he's not the only one. I, um, my guess, and I'll have to check on this, but if you went back and looked at uh, title matches that weren't for the Universal or the WWE Championship sure. on TV, the champion probably lost more than they won. What the yeah. hell is that about? So yeah. Billy Kay. <laughs> Mm-mm. Naomi got the better of Billy Kay tonight, had control, rolled her up, won the short match. I mean, this is just leading towards Naomi getting a partner, right? And then getting a tag title shot. But she has a partner. Does she? No, because Bailey moved over to SmackDown. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. I'm yeah, assuming that's, that's where it's going. Yeah. I mean, if the story's not going there, this really makes no sense. Um, Anyhow, uh, The Miz versus Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin, the second triple threat match to determine who was going to be in the main event. You know, I'm actually really surprised. Uh, I think that's what makes it even more of a heat magnet that Corbin won this, right? I mean, The Miz is yes. a baby face now. Yes. All the support of the USA Network behind him. Drew is uh, the monster of Raw, given that Lars Sullivan is on SmackDown. So for Corbin to win this, I mean, it's really something else. It, it, it is heat. Yep. Yeah, they wanted to heal against AJ at the end, and it was pretty much either Corbin or Drew. Can't give Drew away versus AJ just yet. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's good. Um, I'm actually, yeah, surprised. I'm actually surprised they didn't go with Miz actually, just because it's a throwaway match. It really was. It's a throwaway main event match. They could have thrown it. Yeah, Cor- and Miz picked the pin here, right? Yeah. Yeah, Corbin pinned the Miz. Drew had Drew laid Miz out, and then Corbin stole the pin. So, which is good. Everyone yeah. stays stays whole. But like again, if Miz had won that, it's an easier match versus AJ. A little bit more exciting, and and Miz doesn't lose anything by losing to AJ, obviously. And more importantly, Corbin doesn't even have to take a, a straight L. Like it could have been what's his. Oh, then Drew would have had to lose. So never mind. Yeah. Afterwards, we had AJ backstage reacting to it. Now, I got to ask about this, Matt. You can provide some wrestler's perspective. <laughs> AJ wearing the white towel around his neck. Does Samoa Joe like tap him later and be like, the white towel thing, that's my gimmick. Why are you doing that, man? That's either him shoot really using it or, you know, somebody like, no, that's probably him actually shoot using it, I would imagine. Really? Now, are guys, but are guys like protective of that? Like little character nuances like that? I certainly hope not. A friggin' towel? No, God, I hope hey, not. It's Joe's Coming out to the rain. Taz used to be protective of that, didn't he? I could see Taz being protective of that. <laughs> Coming to the ring, wearing it just like Mike Tyson or himself wore. I could see that, rightfully yeah. so. I'd be, you know, 
Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Just like that, cut the same way, worn the same way. That's his stuff. Yeah, because yeah. we don't see that usually. Little things uh, don't get repeated like that, usually between ourselves. I thought that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, AJ, uh, actually, I thought it was where they did the quote. I know, I know it's been used before, but the last person I remember to use this um, so prominently in a promo is actually Enzo, the not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. thought it was interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of standard uh, quotes. And then Sami Zayn came to the ring uh, after a very good Make-A-Wish video. Um, Sami not facing an opponent tonight. They're just letting him go out there and go and tell off uh, the WWE universe, tell it. off the fans. Yeah. I'll keep watching. Every week, I'll keep watching. He's dissing the company. What do you talk about? How the company is terrible to work for? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, like he was really like burying everything. We should have mentioned him when we said the good points of the show because I thought it was good. It, it was good. Yeah, this up to up to here. This was actually probably the my highlight as far as entertainment yeah. on the show. I thought this was the most entertaining thing. I thought Sammy was great. His delivery was great. I love the vacation pictures. His over the top <laughs> dancing. Just, you know, uh, I think, I think he's great. You know, it'll be interesting to see uh, where they go with it. Yes. Uh, but Have they I, he's not going to the so far. And they need to get him some wins now. Okay. Enough. Yeah. yeah. Get him some. Yeah, w. he already lost one since he came back. Also, uh, I, I wish WWE. I mean, they know. I mean, they've seen it with Braun, and they're, you're going to see it with Lars. Lars is not going to be losing every other match. When you protect someone, um, you know, it, it helps with their momentum, help them get it over. And when you're beating them every other week, they know not to take that talent seriously, and, and they start treating him like that. Uh, it would be interesting to see them protect some people that aren't giants like the Brons yes. and the Larses. So yes. Yeah. Agreed. It's all put in equity, and a lot of arguments will be made by producers, writers, that equity, and they'll use like Dolph or Jericho or someone like that as you can lose ninety nine matches in a row. Equity is not wins and losses on television; it's what you make out of those minutes that you have on television. It's like no, that's not always the truth. You do have to win X amount of matches so you can get to that point to be a Chris Jericho, where you could then go lose ninety nine matches in a row. No one's going to care, but you've got to build that for years and become the first undisputed uh, world heavyweight champion in WWE history. Be Stone Cold and The Rock on the same night. That was all done first. Right. Then we got to the point years later where Jericho could lose ninety nine matches in a row. Same with Dolph on a much lesser degree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, well, if Undertaker loses all the time, yeah. right now, he's still a superstar. But when he they were bringing him up, if he was losing every other week, he wouldn't have became this. Right. Well, yeah, speak, he wouldn't have become this larger, you know, this huge superstar. Speaking of which, so they made a big deal about Cedric Alexander is getting called up to Raw from 205 Live. Yeah. I think it's his first match against Cesaro tonight, and he loses. He loses. I didn't understand this at all. I, I was watching him, and I was like, he, he looks like he belongs up here, actually. He's got a great look. He's got great charisma physically, I thought. Um, he, he looks to me like a stupid, like a like a superstar. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Just have him face a job guy, anybody. anyone. Just give him a win. Give him a feature match. What's so hard about that? Instead of you putting us, uh, yeah. we love Cesaro. We're huge fans of Cesaro here. Obviously, we just, I, I just think like Cesaro's coming out of a tag team. He's still doing the tag team gimmick, you know, doing the whole bar stuff still and doing all that. But but in the singles act, it just didn't. I don't get why you'd put more, again, equity into that character on tonight's episode versus this new upstart that's coming right up out of 205, coming up to Raw. This is a chance to light him on fire to a degree. 
Yeah. And they didn't do yeah. it. There's a, there's a lot of guys he could have faced. He could have faced one of the Revival. He could have faced Lucha House Party, you know, one of those guys. That would have been good, actually. Yeah. 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 It was very, very confusing why they did this tonight. Uh, it was a good match, but yeah, Cesaro hit the uppercut midair. Oh, yeah, because he's fun to watch. Cesaro Sheamus is out with a concussion. Hmm. Uh, oh, so, yeah. So, so there's back team, right? I don't think so. So it looks like it's just Cesaro that move. Sheamus is still on SmackDown. So it's the end of the bar. What the hell is he still doing this for? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, this was, did you get the, uh, apparently you get the same memo that Bobby Roode got. Grow a mustache. Get a new fresh coat of paint, Cesaro. This is your chance to change. What are you doing? Yeah, they, you got to. Because this was yeah, last oh, minute. You know? Right? Yeah, I think he found out about SmackDown today or, or yesterday. It was, it was <laughs> pretty, pretty recent. I mean, found out that he was moving to Raw pretty recently. It, it wasn't the plan last week. What the hell are you laughing at, giggly boy? Well, because it's just well. Okay, so we're going to talk about this later in the show. But there were some changes to the superstar shakeup. One of which being that Andrade and Zelina are not staying on Raw. They're going back to SmackDown. Um, speculation online: this has to do with Andrade's relationship with Charlotte wow. um, being part of the reason why. So it's like all these changes happening with the shakeup. Alistair Black is now going back to SmackDown. Just all this Ooh. happening in Cesaro. Like, oh yeah, Cesaro. I guess you're going to Raw now. The bar is no more. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's funny like that this is like a billion-dollar company. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. these are the decisions that they're making with this sort of, you know, on the fly. Okay, I like the Alistair Black move going back to SmackDown. I just want to Love it. it. I like that. I do. But then I see what they're doing with Ricochet. <laughs> like, oh. Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where they, you know, we'll see where they go. But it's the first match that Alistair Black's gone. Ricochet loses. It's just one of those things right now when you do the brand extension, I just feel like all the people that move over, you should kind of be getting them established a little bit, getting them some wins. You know, Ricochet now is singles. Give him a win against somebody. Um, you know, by same as and Robert Roode, he shouldn't have been losing either. But um, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a big win, I thought, for Robert Roode. Yeah. I mean, oh, that yeah. was Ricochet's first pinfall loss on the main roster. That was Roode's first singles win on the main roster since last August. So. It yeah, it's happen. been a while. Yeah. yeah, but then they would still do the singles matches, you know, with the yeah. member of the other team. Anyway. Backstage, Charlie Caruso was talking to the Usos. Uh, had a nice face-off with them in the Revival. I'm looking forward to that feud. Same here, brother. I can't wait to see this. Yeah, that's going to be yeah, good. Uh, Usos are so – how comfortable are those guys? Like, they're oh, so charismatic. God. They're so – they're engaged. Aging, they're, just, they're different characters right now. From the last time they were on Raw, they are completely different. Did you guys not pick that up? Like they were the stars in that segment. I yeah. did. They even cut promos back during the face paint era. I just remember them coming out and doing the Samoan dance. Did the Samoan, yeah, dance. Yeah, but um, but I don't remember a lot of promos from them back then. I don't either. But this stuff, this stuff that they do, I I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, once they drop the face paint, they really turn it on, like being being themselves. And I think they're they're just they're awesome. I think the Usos are the best tag team, and I mean this era of wrestling. I think you I know think you gotta say so. I think you do. Yeah, they, they put it together now. It's not just about their championships that they've won. You know, because they've been there for X amount of years. It's now the personas and characters they put behind it now. They're 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 fun as hell to watch. Like, how do you not cheer for them? And that's going to bring the revival up. Yeah. Oh sure. my God. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, the matches these guys are going to have. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Oh. I mean, this this could be feud of the year if they don't screw this up. If they don't screw it up. 
Yeah, so we'll yeah. see. Uh, remember how we were talking about how bad the Raw Tag Team Division sucked just a few weeks ago? <laughs> now with Uso, how much it just changes everything and the, and the War Raiders. Um, and I'm still, Viking Raiders will take some time getting used to that now. But right. uh, yeah, it, uh, it's just completely changed around with just adding those teams. Did you not see a little bit of the goon and like silly Duke, Duke the Dumpster Josie and all those kind of weird characters tonight at all when you saw them come to the ring? Did you get any of that? I did. Oh, the Viking Raiders? Yeah, that was a little hokey. Yeah, when with the little the little Viking, yeah. you know, uh, McDonald's Happy Meal <laughs> crowns or whatever they're wearing. I just know what they're going to do with this. We know what the end game is for them because of how they treat these type of characters. Future endeavored? Yeah. It's ridiculous. If you want to try to do something different, do something that's where you're going like a throw. I don't even know what it's called a throw, throwback at this point, but where you're playing a Viking or you're playing these beasts or you're playing these characters that have masks or, or face paint. You're immediately like ridiculed with a, like, a clown, rather, in the, like, the second month you're on the roster. And you're yeah. like to some comedy shtick that sucks yeah it's the ascension yes they're gonna be regulated to comedy mark my words within three to four months i'm actually surprised given that the riot squad's broken up that sarah logan isn't joining the the viking Ooh, she could hmm, maybe she can make it i don't know yeah i don't know because now uh they confirmed last night the riot squad uh being split up with Liv going to smackdown so uh we got the viking raiders versus the lucha house party Matt, what'd you think of the match? Love the finish. Well, it wasn't yeah. a match. They the, like they just they destroyed him. There was no uh, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is like, why? What was the point of that? Like, what Lucha is too cool for school to take an L or something? They're protecting Lucha <laughs> party. No, it's probably next week. They're probably going to face them in a match. It's probably just right. do the that's same thing two weeks in a row. Raj, that's a good call. <laughs> That's what's going to happen, actually. Uh, one thing with the Usos promo, they mentioned something about not don't drink and drive, which I thought oh, yeah. was so funny. Awesome. That, that, that was a good spot he got in there. It was a good dig. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, our tag team champs, said they're not worried. And they called them smelly Vikings. We'll see. See how long this lasts. <laughs> Having Viking in the name, I just feel like makes him seem kind of goofy. Well, well, they're being called the same thing twice. Not the same thing, but pretty much the same thing twice. It's like, you know what I mean? Like Viking Raider. It's like, was Viking Warrior right. taken or was a All right. Barbarian uh, Warrior? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> double whatever. This double two words meaning the same thing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. redundant. Yeah, redundant. Yeah. Yeah. We'll he, see. He, they're not full. They, their finisher is now called the Viking Experience. It's like if I was called the Blueprint Schematic. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of catchy in a weird way, though. <laughs> uh, and then well, WWE would have let me be the Blueprint. The, the, the Schematic Slam was going to debut, and it was never to be. Oh. <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Alicia Fox. Becky cut a promo, uh, confronted by Lacey Evans. Now. There was talk online, did Lacey flub when Lacey said she was going to win both of those shiny belts from around Becky's waist? Did Michael Cole clarify and say that they're facing a Money in the Bank for only the Raw Women's title rush? Yeah, it's just the Raw Women's title. Okay, gotcha. How um, you that up? Yeah, she said two belts, man. Um, she's, yeah, I mean, she's green. Yep. 
Becky versus Alicia. Matt, what'd you think of this match? Okay, I know you're a huge fan of hers. And of I'm Alicia gonna, Fox. I'm going to give Alicia Fox her props because she changed her look. I'm always a fan when somebody changes their look when they haven't been on TV in a minute. Shows that they still love what they do and they're trying to be different and taking a chance. Um, she, you, we forget how long she's been there. Does anybody have a count? Like, how many years has she been there? At least 10, right? Good on Yeah, her. she started like 2006, wasn't it? It's pretty impressive when you think about it. It was back with Ed. it was like Edge's uh, Edge and Vicky Guerrero's wedding you know, person, their wedding planner. Uh, main roster debut June thirteenth, two thousand eight. There's something to be said. That's pretty damn impressive. Eleven yeah. years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she still looks. With that being good. said, yeah, she looks good, but uh, the match itself wasn't pretty. And I well, think Alicia's been out of action for a while. They should have. Either have the match be shorter or have them work on it at live events over the weekend. Before it should have, it definitely should have been. It should have been shorter. Yeah, that's that's your that's your champ, champ. That that she should be steamrolling people. Yeah. yeah, Becky did ultimately win with the disarmer, and then right after she won, Lacey Evans entered, smacked her in the face with the women's right to break the hold, and then hit her again. Walked off with her music playing. Becky, yeah, the first punch. Out. The first punch kind of missed. It, it, oh, it, yeah. It was a bad angle. Um, and you could tell Becky looked like she didn't know if she'd sell it or not. <laughs> I got to go back and watch it again. I was hoping I was wrong that it would miss, but I thought that that was my first reaction, too. Um, yeah. The second one looked great. It does. And, and, and that was good business that was done. Great business. Yeah. Didn't use the builder. Tomorrow yeah, I mean, night. He's got the look, the poise, the, the confidence, you know. She has all the makings of a star. If she, you know, just needs to work on her in ring a little, and her social media a little bit. I Why feel like her on social media. No, I just think her Twitter is a little. I mean, she's up against Becky. Becky's like the best of the men or women at social media promos. Lacey's is just kind of a little flat by comparison. That's all. Okay. I, I wish some of that edge in Becky's tw tweets. I wish they could it could translate in her promos a little more. Sometimes her uh, her, her promos have been kind of hit or miss a lot lately. I thought tonight was. Eh, I'm always on there. Instagram. I never go on on Twitter. I only go on, like I went on Twitter tonight specifically to write you guys about the upcoming Robert Root stuff. Um, no, so I, I'm not seeing any of the stuff Becky's writing. But I guess everyone says it's always good. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I mean, it's part of what the the Twitter drama with professional wrestling is. I think part what fills in a lot of the gaps of fandom at this point, you know, it's what makes it so I'm more excited for Monday and Tuesday to roll around as opposed to like, Oh yeah. Wrestling, you know, they do a good job. It's real. What's that? Is it real? The Twitter? That's a good question. I mean, I wonder there's enough stuff that goes through Raj. What do you think about that? They can't be clearing everything they're posting. No, that, I mean, that's like, think about all the tweets that go out you know, in a single day. I'm sure they, I mean, they, they're pros. They know what they can and can't uh, tweet about. So, yeah, I, you know, with Rhonda and Becky there, it, it was starting yeah, to get. That was rough. Uh, yeah, yeah it was starting to get pretty that. heated. I did watch that. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we had Ricochet versus Robert Roode. I thought for sure I was getting I was gonna get so pissed when I was like, oh wait a minute, they're finally doing it. Yes, this is exciting. Wait a minute, shit, Ricochet's in the ring. Yeah, I'm like Ricochet's gonna right. beat him. This sucks. <laughs> what the hell? But I love Ricochet. I'm like, you know what I mean? It didn't even cross my mind that Bob they're gonna do the right thing by Bobby here. Yeah, yeah. 
See how long it lasts. Great win for Bobby. And that was a great match. Went through two commercial breaks, I believe. And one of the things I wanted to pick up, did you guys see the veins in Bobby's arms? Yeah, I noticed I want to text him and say, dude, you specifically put him in those holds because <laughs> you can flex your biceps. Admit it now. <laughs> like, he, I'm telling you, because, like, dude, his veins were like water hoses, dude. Yeah, he was. Um, he looked ripped. He looked more ripped this, than usual. Yeah, and this is what I'm talking about when I say you get an opportunity to come back on television and, and get that fresh coat of paint or whatever it is that you you, you want to redis- you want to re-put yourself out there, whatever that is. Not re-debut, but yeah, essentially yeah. re-debut your, your 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 gimmick, your persona, your brand. Have something different done. Haircut, mustache, beard. Everyone's done the beard to death, but something different. Trunks, boots, whatever. Your name, and then make the most of it. You have your body to be in the best shape possible. You know it's coming up after WrestleMania. You know the shakeup's coming. You don't know where you might land. Why would you not be in the tip-top shape of your life? Bobby's a great example. Yeah, yeah I hope they keep it up. I hope they don't have him just lose next week. You know, keep up, keep up the momentum and uh, let him run with this. Give him some promos. Hey, Bobby can yeah. can really go to town on them heel promos, dude. Yeah. And yeah. promos not just on the social especially, media. Especially his Richie Rich promos. He's really good with those. Yeah. And uh, Bobby Roode did win that Ricochet's first main roster loss. After that, speaking of uh, repackaging and relaunching, we got the Firefly Funhouse segment with Bray Wyatt hosting a kids show. I, I didn't know what. The first I was like, what? Oh, he's going to totally start. He'll, the screen will rip open and he'll come back and say, I'm back or something crazy like that. Like, this is not really happening. But as it was going, I was like, you know what? I'm going to clap for this because this is taking a humongous chance, huge risk, way the hell out there in the deep end as far as what the f- – did we just watch? Um, I'm a fan of that. I am a huge fan of chances. And this is a humongous chance they and he are taking with this character. And I'm digging it. Yeah, it's like putting Leatherface in Pee Wee's Funhouse. That was totally Pee No question. Pee Wee's that's what Pee Wee's Playhouse. No question. But that, yeah, I, I yeah. loved it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, when it started, I was like, what, what the hell is this? And then as it was going, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I right. was like, I was it. I was like, really uh entertained by it like this was uh one of the parts of the show that had my complete attention by the end i was like huh you know i could could definitely watch a lot more of that so different right you guys didn't you find this so damn different from everything else on that show and that's what they always say they want to see they want different they want different well there you go that's different yeah Yeah, we've seen the creepy creepy promos before i think doing creepy in a different context complete game changer that's what this was yes Yeah, it's kind of like it, you know, when you have the yeah, like yeah. the clown, you combine like this like a, something scary with kid stuff, and it, it just comes across as it's really creepy. So I thought uh, I thought this was awesome. We cannot trust him. None of us can trust him. That is what I took from that. Like he wants us to, and he's luring yeah. us all in. Is this the good Bray Wyatt? Oh, okay, we, we forget. Hell no, that's not a good Bray Wyatt. Oh man, can you imagine yeah. if they get him he coming out to him. the ring surrounded by children? And just like really keep it going. I want them to keep this going for as long as possible. Don't yeah. go back to just creepy, creepy. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. I agree. Keep, keep, keep. Uh, and already today, I mean, tonight you saw his promo style changed. His, his, he changed his look. You know, I mean, he's. It's his, kind of a new character. I mean, was his so, accent gone too? Yeah, I mean, his his cadence and everything was gone. Like the Louisiana, with, with, I'm sorry, the New Orleans. Uh, 
accent he had. That he yeah, he up. didn't. He didn't sound like De Niro in Cape Fear anymore. Thank you. Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. So, I hope they keep this. Don't going. overdo it. I don't want Vince to just be, you know, like they overdid Bray Wyatt the first time his gimmick because his his gimmick the first time was cool, but they just when he was on over and over doing the same thing, uh, it got old. I'd like to see, you know, keep doing these vignettes. Less is more, and then uh, and then let him run with it. And send him to a be a star rally. Just get some B roll footage of that of him in a classroom. Don't don't put him on doing. Don't have him doing it every week on TV. Hmm. You know, yeah, like, I think characters like that, you you have the you know you you can really uh, overexpose him quick. And when R- less Raj, is this more, this is WWE. Like Restraint know, is I not know. a word Vince McMahon knows. <laughs> I oh. know. You know, um, number one contenders match, the main event tonight, AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. So AJ was injured tonight, they were talking about, with Graves on commentary? Yeah. Well, well, he he was coming in with that hip injury that he suffered That's at right. WrestleMania. You can see it. You can yeah. see it in his footwork and his movement completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, match, though, for a main event. Yeah, but is it just me or or maybe I missed it earlier in the night? I mean, is AJ? He's losing his reaction. Like, yeah, he didn't come across uh, with this crowd. And, but I wonder how much of that is also how tired the fans were by this point in the show. Okay, is it that, or the, um, because I, the fans were hot at the beginning? But that's what I was going to ask you: Is it that, or is it because they are in Iowa? And not everyone in Iowa is watching wrestling, let alone SmackDown. Maybe a little of that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think also, now last night, how far is, uh, where were they at, Moline last night? I don't know, how far is that from Des Moines? I feel like it's a pretty big letdown to go from the Shield's final chapter last night to a standard sort of raw house show tonight, or raw uh, TV taping tonight. That was, um, like, this was okay, but there was a lot for them to sit through, I think, for to get to this, the main event. Do we know what the dark match was uh, after it went off the air rush? Or did they have one? I do not right now. Here, let me, uh, I can I can check here in a second. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, but it's part of the experience, right? Like, are they waiting around for something hot? I mean, think about it this way, Matt. If you went to last night's show, you saw a headline match with Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose in the main event, and tonight you got AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. What was last night's show? I'm confused. What that happened? was the Shield's final chapter. That was what they streamed on the network from Moline, Iowa. Oh, and they showed their house show match. Yeah, they showed the match from yeah. last night. Uh-oh. So it was just, so last night was a big, big final match on the card. Right. And I'm just saying, AJ, mm-hmm. you know, this is where going against Baron Corbin does hurt the audience reaction a little bit. Because as much as we yeah. admire what Baron's doing, I don't think that the I casuals. Yes. I, I agree. I just, just in general, though, they still go crazy for AJ, no matter who he's usually in that ring with. The AJ Styles chants are very loud in those arenas, and they haven't been since he's been on Raw the first two weeks. And I'm just confused as to why. Yeah, Moline, Illinois, yeah. pardon me, but it's uh, <clears throat> sort of on the border of Iowa. Um, yeah, it's, uh, pretty darn close. Yeah. I think though, uh, that's the thing where last night probably sort of screwed things up a little bit. Just the momentum. And boy, Seth is much taller than he gets, I guess, credit for. I don't know the word is. He is much taller than I thought he was. Yeah. 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 The he, face towered off the over, he towered over AJ. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know. This is going to be an amazing match, though. I'm just hoping AJ's more healed by then. You know, I don't want to see him continue to work through this because I'm, I'm worried he's going to get more hurt. You know what I mean? I'd like to see him get a minute off to, you know, heal what he's got to heal. 
Yeah, yeah they, I just feel like when you bring people back too soon, you just risk the chance of re-injury. <laughs> they don't know that much more making the injury worse as opposed to letting it heal. Especially with how much um, kind of his his way he works. Yeah. You know, what are your it. thoughts on them doing Seth versus AJ already? Of course, I think this is a WrestleMania match. Of course it is. But I'm super excited for Money in the Bank because of it. I will be honest. This I'm one of them that have been wanting this forever. So I'll take it when I can get it. I know it's not perfectly set up, but I'll take it. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way because, you know, after WrestleMania, there's that lull where creatively the matches are just suck. Yeah. At least they're doing something yes. to keep you excited and hopefully maintain, you know, uh, some of that momentum coming off of Mania. Their, their ratings are going to get hurt right now with the NBA playoffs coming up. Or did they start tonight? They've already I think started. They started tonight. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think it, it's it's good to throw something big right now because they lose so much of that audience in the summer. That, uh, it, it, you're right, and it just always seems AJ though is the one that they do this with, where they do these throwaways. Yeah. You know, what we are, how many times we've we seen AJ versus somebody, and they're like, "Oh, it's the dream match everyone's been waiting for," and it's like on a SmackDown on random <laughs> week. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan versus AJ, for instance, the first right, time. Right. The like, first what? time. It was, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, After WrestleMania, Money in the Bank. I say I like that we're having this time to breathe. We're not having backlash or payback or one of those quick post-WrestleMania pay-per-views thrown together. So I think AJ versus Seth is a great anchor to build that around. It is. Who the hell doesn't want to see this match? Yeah. So uh, AJ won tonight, beat Baron Corbin. Seth came out and faced AJ down at the end. They shook hands. Uh, What, man? AJ should turn heel again. I hate these... Like, I respect you, but we're going to prove who's the better competitor sort of feuds. I think they're boring. Whoa. Yeah. Versus what? AJ just turning heel on a dime? Samoa Joe was threatening to, like, you know, cook-hold him and take control of his wife and family. I mean. Yes, because they built to get to that point, but he didn't just turn on a dime that night. It's true. And I took the boy. They built to it. If AJ, what does he do? Just pie face him out of nowhere for no reason? Become a dick overnight? That would have been a great way to go off the air, <laughs> right? Adrian <laughs> elbows him in the, the face. Story of what happened? Why is he a jerk now? What's his beef with Seth? Okay, I, I would take it. Obviously, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, with the, these baby face versus baby face matches, now you know what the next few weeks are going to be, right? It's going to be uh, <laughs> Seth and AJ are teaming up next week, and I, I, and then they get in an argument, you know, and and then they team up again the next week, and they get, start push shoving each other after the Ooh. match. It's it's the kind of the same build they always do when it's baby face yes. versus baby face. I'm all for them doing it. Just mix it up, mix up the build a little, do something different, like how they did it with uh, Sean and Brett at WrestleMania 12, you know, where you know, it was it was a different build. It was two of the best wrestlers. You had these training videos and things like that. You know, like to see something just something different. What you don't want to see uh, AJ and Seth take on Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin in the main event next week? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe Money in the Bank will help us steer clear of that because I think Drew and Baron are both going to be in the Money in the Bank match. Hopefully, that uh, takes them out of some redundancy. Um, now, when's Saudi Arabia happening again? So, Backlash, the Backlash pay-per-view in June was canceled. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so Backlash is canceled. They're doing uh, the Saudi Arabia show on June... Let me look here. June 7th. 
Um, so they had a, a live event in Denver scheduled that that week. We, we reported last week that they actually moved it to the, to the next weekend. So yeah, Saudi Arabia, June 7th, backlash was supposed to be the week after, apparently according to the Observer, uh, they didn't want to do two big shows that close together. So they just canceled the backlash pay-per-view in June. So wow. no backlash pay-per-view. Gotcha. But Saudi Arabia is happening two weeks after Money in the Bank. June, yeah, June, June 7th. Is that two weeks after? Thereabouts, maybe three. Um, okay. So that got canceled. What else we got in the news? Um, more superstar shakeup changes. Does Nikki Cross have a show? Does she belong to a brand? She's been working on the Raw Live events. She worked the Raw Live events over the weekend. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would take it that that's where she stays. And so we talked about it earlier. Andrade and Zelina are moving back to SmackDown. What were we saying, Matt? Nothing. Um, <laughs> I was just healing that poor girl for no reason. Um, oh, Nikki. I'm not a fan. I don't know, something. Really? Yeah. Um, so, wait, what's the deal with uh, Andrade and uh, Charlotte? What were you saying? Yeah, so that's the speculation is that's why Andrade and Zelina Vega were moved back to SmackDown. So Andrade Well, here so here's yeah. here's the thing. So you know, last week so WWE tried to keep all the couples together, right? So uh, you know, Jimmy Uso, Naomi. Sure, they didn't do that when I was there. No, I know. They would try to break people up back then, right? Poor Molina yeah. and John Morrison, dude. Like every draft, you can count on that move. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, this time they really did try to to keep the couples together. The one that wasn't was Charlotte and Andrade. Andrade moved to Raw. Um, and then, you know, a week later, Andrade moves to SmackDown. So does, you know, Zelina Vega. They're paired with each other. So Andrade is now with Charlotte. And then Aleister Black also, they moved him to SmackDown. He's married to Zelina Vega. So oh, all those that. couples are <laughs> together on SmackDown now. Um, now, according to PW Insider, Fox actually requested uh, that Andrade move to SmackDown uh, and, and Selena Vega because they want some uh, Latino stars on that show for uh, okay. so um, legitimate, right? It just doesn't make sense to me that they would care this early when we still have so far to go. I mean, they could always move Andrade later. Um, you know, it's what do you mean? I don't know. Well, they're not moving to Fox till yeah. September. Yeah, they're not moving until <laughs> October. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, they could just wait until after SummerSlam, do an angle where you know, and either another shakeup or they could. I mean, they own the freaking company; they could easily move anyone that they want. So, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else moved? Was there any other adjustments? Talked about uh, that was it. Okay, and. Um, we, I don't think we mentioned this. Did we mention this earlier? That, uh, yeah, Gold Dust is no more. Dustin Rhodes is facing Cody at AEW All or Nothing. When did and he leave WWE? Why? That was what was amazing. So you remember there were rumors of this about, what, a month ago, Raj? And uh, Gold Dust or Dustin Online was saying, oh, this is why I hate Sparks. This is all false. I'm signed to the WWE. And they managed to keep this under wraps. He wasn't moved to the WWE alumni page until yesterday after this announcement came out. Really? Yeah. So he's saying that he requested his release and it was granted. So I don't know if it's the case of his contract is expiring later and he has to get out sooner and they granted it, or if, you know if if so. Um, yeah. According to Goldust, he uh, according to Dustin, he he requested it and it was granted. So he'll be facing Cody at Double or Nothing. Cool. 
Yeah. And that's the match they always wanted in WWE that they would always kind of push for, you know, them to have a WrestleMania match. And that never happened. I think they did have one match on like uh, a fast pre show. The WWE did never pushed that. The, the Rhodes boys pushed that along with fans wanting to see that. Um, WWE could have done it at any given time they chose to. And they never would, is what the problem was. Yeah, that, that's what, what did I say? Mania. We wanted we wanted to get that match at Mania, and then we were told, and WWE would never do it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, they started it. They started a, a feud, and it lasted like a few weeks, and and it was just kind of done. They ne- they never went really through with it. So, yeah, so it'll be uh it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, it'll be really good because. Homeboy's in great shape. He's always in great shape. I would argue Dustin's in better shape now cardiovascularly. Yeah, and the fact that they've been wanting to do this forever, I mean, I'm sure they're going to just, you know, turn it up all the way. Yes, I leave no stone unturned with creativity. Yes. Um, CM Punk. I would just, for the record, I'm definitely going to pay to watch it. Nice. CM Punk has wrestled again. CM Punk wrestled in an indie show over the weekend. Shut up. He was in a mask. He didn't wrestle. (laughs) <laughs> he, he was in a wrestling yeah, he ring. He, he was in a wrestling ring. Yeah. So the um, so at the sorry, one second, let me find it. Um, sorry, can, uh, talk about show. something else real quick. Well, uh, to give the background, so there was an indie show. Um, CM Punk ran in. He was wearing a mask and a hood. He took the chair out of a wrestler's hand and then performed GTS on him. Then wow. ran right back out of the ring. Shut up. Yeah, and there was yeah. speculation online. Was that really CM Punk? Meltzer confirmed uh, it. The promoter of the show confirmed it. No, we, we we confirmed it first here at Wrestling Inc. Confirmed uh, it first. How did you guys confirm it first? Well, can't tell you the sources, but we yeah, were able I to confirm that Punk was there. Yeah, well, um, but yeah, Punk was at the show. Punk was uh, never backstage, so he was in the car, uh, went in for his run in, and then left right after. Um, so basically, this uh, this event was at. Nights at Columbus in West Dallas, Wisconsin, uh, which has been doing wrestling shows for a long time. It's being shut down uh, early next month. And so apparently Punk wanted to do it to kind of pay homage to the building. He kind of he got to start there. He interfered he in the main event with Ace Steel against Derek St. Holmes. Uh, Ace Steel and Punk started out together. Uh, Dave Prazak uh, was one of the promoters of the show. Him and Punk go way back. So, um, yeah, just created a little buzz. But Punk did it with a mask, never took it off. And just hmm. left right after. Is he not allowed to wrestle or something? Is that why he had to wear a mask? I, I just think he, he... So apparently he's done this before. Like he's, there have been a couple other indie shows where he showed uh, wearing a mask and doing a run-in and left, and people never knew it was him. So <laughs> I think he's just doing it for fun. He's not like... He doesn't want pictures of him doing it online. So, yeah. How ironic. Mean- he's too good for independent shows. I just don't think he wants to wrestle anymore. I mean, if you listen to interviews with the guy, he does not seem to miss. No, he doesn't miss the WWE style of wrestling no. or shows, I'm sure. But, I mean, the chance to oh, pay he, homage he's gotten the- to where you started, a chance to pay homage to it. I just thought, you, you know what I mean? He chose face. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to see this at every indie show. A masked guy in the same hoodie running in <laughs> doing this. All the copycats. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so it, it also came out that Tony Khan, when he was starting AEW, CM Punk was his first choice. That was who he originally wanted at first. Uh, before Jericho, before the Young Bucks, it was CM Punk. So Punk has the offers out there if he ever does want to return to wrestling. 
it's mm-hmm. it's all up to him. Do you huh. think AEW would be bigger if it was centered around like no because AEW so much of it's um not success because they haven't really started yet right but they're early I guess success before the shows have begun and the TV contract and all that stuff is the young bucks on YouTube no yeah, part of it to get really it, get it big would it be the same where they be where they're at right now if there's no young bucks Jericho but there's instead CM Punk it would be different yeah well if Punk but hadn't would, gone to would... MMA if Punk hadn't gone to UFC much different scenario don't you think I'm just asking, could he carry YouTube like they are right now? The, these storylines, they, they've introduced so many new characters because of their show, The Elite. Yeah. Right now, so if they're going to get a TV deal, CM Punk would be huge for that as far as bringing in mainstream fans. You know, like he, he's, he's so well known, especially with the UFC thing, that, you know, he's, uh-huh. he, would be, he by far would be the most well known name in that promotion. I think a ton of people would be tuning in. Um, but so yeah, I mean, vehicle itself. Where would they be right now? AEW is a company. Those guys are not on the deal. But instead, it's CM Punk. I ask you again, Raj. Where would they be right now? Well, they're not really anywhere right now. They've, they've they got are. one they're show coming YouTube. up. They're, they're all over YouTube. I've I've now yeah, known. Yeah, but do you see how many views those videos do on YouTube? I know I watch them. They come up on my draw all the time. And, and and I now know people that I thought were probably scrubs at some point or another. But now they're, they've been on so often that I now know a little bit more about them that I never would have known if a CM Punk was the centerpiece of that company only and not somebody doing the editing and the, the, these types of shows. And the shtick behind yeah, I mean. Yeah, but you know the real launch of the company is going to be October with the the TV deal. I mean, the, the being the has been happening before AEW was formed, right? Um, you know, and and right now the last being the elite did you know isn't at a hundred thousand views yet? Uh, you know, um, hmm. so I just think to be to be big, uh, a name with CM Punk helps immensely. What's an example on YouTube for wrestling that like gets a lot of views? Uh well, just like uh, the the Bella Twins, the little cooking videos they do get like half a million to a million views each. They do um, obviously, the WWE videos, but uh, up, up, down, down. Yeah, the Xavier Woods videos on there they do tons of views. Is that, is that like under WWE's channel? Of course, I thought he has his own channel. You know, Xavier Woods has his own. So no, actually, Xavier Woods they don't do tons of views. Some of them will do like a couple hundred thousand but okay. uh, they don't do a ton bella twins they get like they get yeah like they got a couple that have done over millions um because yeah, i don't know so. what the barometer is i'm only watching my fox news sorry on youtube that's all you watch man <laughs> that's all i watch on my youtube is fox news over and, really? over, and over and over you ever watch like hot ones or anything like that i have gonna say i was gonna be like there's gotta be something else cobra kai comes back this week oh no i've been meaning to tell you this forever okay i got on you all day about making fun of you for that um i put together a whole week and i watched the entire season i was like holy this show is amazing this show is awesome <laughs> isn't it awesome it is awesome <laughs> it really is i can't wait yeah. I'm so annoyed i gotta wait four more days or two more days actually yeah, t- uh, that, tomorrow night at this time it will be out they're dropping oh, it tomorrow night 9 p.m oh. pacific so. so damn good. Did you see the fake ESPN spoof they did on it? Yeah, the 30 for 30. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, great. I need to watch that. 
Oh, dude, they're calling out Daniel LaRusso for the for the for the crane kick being illegal. They've got like leave. They've all the sports center anchors in on it. They're taking it seriously. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Watch that. Yeah, Cobra Kai season yeah, two that's tomorrow. What I'm going to be doing this weekend. Uh, Raj, got to ask you to clear up this rumor going around online. Uh, are Enzo and Cass already done with Ring of Honor? Ooh. That's the story is like uh, ROH got a lot of heat. Uh, so New Japan, they didn't know that Enzo and Cass were going to be appearing at that, you know, at the G1 Supercard. Uh, ROH booked that on their own. Uh, it was supposed to, the angle wasn't supposed to get quite as crazy as it did. Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently they got a lot of backlash. So um, it looks like ROH is deciding not to book them for right now. And then yesterday, Kaz, Kaz XL, as he's going by now, released a promo on cutting a promo on the Briscoes. Yeah. Who were involved so, in that angle there. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? It did okay. take a little steam off the New Japan tag team. What's their name? G-O-D, is it? What is it? Uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah, it did take a little steam off their win, obviously, right? The melee, it did. It totally did. Yeah, they were pissed. We had an interview with PCO who was talking about how, how upset they were backstage over the whole thing. So, yeah. yeah. We shall see. Mr. Oh, Matt Morgan. Hang on. Oh, was yeah. PCO pissed off? <laughs> no, no. PCO was saying the gorillas of destiny. The God oh, were pissed okay. off. PCO was about to get a promo and a half. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> People are bringing up Lashley. No Lashley. No Braun Strowman. Oh, tonight. good call, yeah. fans. Good call, guys in the chat room. I didn't even. Re- yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just probably just had nothing for him. Yeah, we'll see uh, what happens tomorrow night on SmackDown Live. Matt Morgan, anything you want to plug before we take this home? No, sir. Raj, what's coming up on the site? Just uh, stay tuned. You, you guys know the the shtick. Tons of interviews. <laughs> <laughs> you are the dude. You need to let me do your promos. Right? Seriously. I know. I'll just. Wrestling is the news first. He has the best contacts in the business today. They're all straight from these wrestlers' mouths. We just can't stooge them off. So you get the best of the news here at WrestlingInc.com. It's not recycled from other some other websites, from other some websites, from other some websites, from other some websites, like everybody else does. Everything here is fresh, live, and it's honest. There you have it. I'm Glenn well, Rubenstein. You can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Appreciate a follow tomorrow. Going to live tweet SmackDown Live. Uh, going to come on this podcast, and we're going to talk about SmackDown Live. And then I'm going to get off this podcast tomorrow. Start watching Cobra Kai season two and live tweeting that. So uh, yes. follow me on Twitter. Stay tuned, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.